I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're not. That was just nasty. Mm -hmm. Welcome. Hola. Welcome. Episode one <laughs> of season two. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one of season two. Well, we've uh, we were talking off air, off recording, and a few things were discussed. One in particular. I got, I got one thing that I, I want to. What? What are they listening to? Oh, my bad. You hi, <laughs> you guys. Welcome to Crime Secrets with Mandy and Rosa. Where season two? We still don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, welcome back. And if you are new here. I hope that you enjoy our podcast, our channel here, where we discuss crime secret, crime secrets, crime stories from solved to unsolved mysteries, cold cases, a lot of the what in the hell are they doing kind of things. Not because we love like these people, but we just want to dive into their heads. Like, what are you thinking? Mm -hmm. What were you thinking? What in the tarnation made you do that? What possessed you today? Who pissed in your Wheaties? What firecracker did you sit on? What Lego did you step on today? Like, who cut you off? Right. Who told you to F off? Right. To Directly. have you react in such a way, in such a way that we get to talk about. Facts. So I'm, I appreciate it. So if you don't want to be a story <laughs> on our podcast, that we I tell cover, you what, Reuben keeps leaving them damn dirty socks in my kitchen. <laughs> He's going to be a story. My question is, why are they in the kitchen? I just don't understand the kitchen. I don't. I, nasty he has buzzer. to. He literally walks. He literally walks in the back door. Okay, right. As you open up the back door, the washer and dryer is right there. You know this. Yeah. But the thing is, he sits at the kitchen table and takes his shoes and socks and everything off. He's nasty. Facts. We have a whole last basement that he has to walk by. He Do that down there. Ruben, if you're listening to this, <laughs> get your life. Because then you mm -hmm. will be a story. He will. I'll be on an episode of Snapped. Real fast. Real what fast. caused you to do this? He left his socks in the kitchen. One, One no, more time. What was it? No more wire hangers. Oh my God. Such a good movie. No more sturdy socks such. in the kitchen. God. But here's the thing. I don't, I don't even think it. it's just the kitchen. He puts them everywhere. Is it not just the kitchen? Well, the dirty socks in the kitchen. Nasty okay. bastard. Then when he washes and dries his socks, uh -huh. instead of putting them together, pairing them up and putting them away in his drawer so he could have them, he just throws them all on top of the dresser. So it's just a big pile. That sounds like my 14-year-old son. Mm -hmm. I know your your, your fiance, is his name is Ruben, not Liam. I'm just saying he's got the traits of a 14-year-old kid. <laughs> Correct. Correct. But you know what? It's, you know, things could be worse. That's yeah. what I have to keep telling myself so I don't choke his ass out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so mm. 
Back how, to the beginning. How's your week been? Back to the beginning. First off, I wanted to, I wanted to tell the peeps that we were talking about how you would be when you get older. <laughs> um, so if you if you know Mandy, you guys know her mouth on this podcast, and if you know her personally, this is just who she is. It will never change. So I've always I've I, I've been for some reason I just envisioned what it would be like to see Mandy sitting on the front porch at the ripe age of 80. Oh, you'll be there. You'll witness it. Sitting right next to you. Uh-huh. While you tell young folks to kiss your wrinkly behind. Uh-huh. Don't don't stare at me. <laughs> Watch and, where you're going. And and flick them off as they walk by and I tell you Mandy that's get- and then I'm like Mandy, that's a 5-year-old boy. <laughs> I give a shit. His mama should have taught him better. He'll get he'll get the double guns, the double middle fingers. Oh, baby! I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't. I don't do that to children. Well, no, not right now. My own, yes. Others, not. That's why they're so good today. Okay. Okay, I got that. Because I treated them like that. Don't stare at people you don't know. <laughs> As they're staring at people that they don't know. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, my my week has been my week has been my week. Um eventful? Eventful. Eventful. Okay, let's hear it. Uh well, um long story short, um I've been doing some serious OT at work and in the midst of all of that, my mom fell and broke her hip. Mm. And had to be rushed to the Mama. hospital and is currently downstairs. So I called Mandy early so that we can do this recording before my mom calls me and tells me to get off of my computer. <laughs> I told her. I said, she messaged me earlier today and she's like, you know, it's six o'clock good for you to record. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. That's fine. I was recording another video earlier and I was trying to get that edited and she called, what, what time 4:30. did she call? Four. It was 4.30. 4.30. She called me at 4.30 FaceTime. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I, you know, I'm, I'm editing a video, blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, I'll wait. And I'm like, okay. So I was, get it done. I, right? I, was, I was part of that uh, editing process. She was, it, was, it was marvelous. Yeah. So we get that done. And um, I'm trying to get my stuff together. You know, I'm trying to get my drink and let the dog outside, feed him dinner, you know, all the stuff. Because I'm going to be back here behind closed doors for at least a good hour or so, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get all my stuff together. And she's like, you think you're going to be ready in like five minutes? I'm like, girl, hold on. (laughs) So, yeah, here we are. (laughs) But we did have a glitch in the system. But So I was like, why? Like, why do you need to hurry up? Is your mom downstairs? Like, she's going to be like, rose up. It's time to tell your friends goodnight. She's got her cell phone now, so she may actually call me instead of (laughs) screaming. We had a glitch in the systems, y'all. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, I didn't tell her what I was doing. I told her I was going upstairs to lay down because normally on Sundays, um, it's better for Mandy and I to do these recordings on Sundays, to be honest, and then edit them and get them uploaded for Monday um, or even for the following week, whichever it is. But we, um, I would come home from church and lay down and take a nap. Well, of course, today I could not take a nap. Because not only am I, do I have a 81-year-old, 4-year-old child downstairs, 
Um, <laughs> but I also, I'm also, I was also babysitting um, my sweet little baby Max. Oh, Max! He just brought so much joy. All he wanted to do was cuddle. Aww. And normally, when I just have him, we'll come upstairs and take a nap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, not today. I listen. I listen to what the Lord has said Sunday. You know what else the Lord says? What? No ladders on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Are you going to check? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No ladders on Sunday. No ladders yes. on Sundays. But, so, again, thank you guys for being here. I'm really excited to pick up season two with Mandy. Of course, she's been like itching, and we've both been itching throughout the summer. But we really needed that break. Um, And um, a lot of exciting things is happening for Mandy. If you guys didn't catch it in the uh, intro back to, she's going to be a new grandmama. Yeah. And she is going broke in the process. She's going to file for Chapter 7. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. And she is going to spoil the heck out of that baby. And it's so funny. Oh, my gosh. So backtrack to Max. When I go to the store and I see little baby boy stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get it for Max. And then I see little girl stuff. Like, who do I know that's going to have a little girl? No, hey. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, you not personally, but I know no. you're going to claim that child as your own because I Absolutely. claim Max as my own. Everyone's like, he's so cute. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> well, see, now you know I'm going to need to have stuff at my house. So any outfits that you feel necessary well i'm actually going to have him for a weekend at the end of the month and i told his mama that i'm gonna go and we're gonna go to once upon a child and just go shopping because i just need like a stroller for him Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. a playpen and stuff like that i've already got bath wash here Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've already got some toys here i just need like growing baby stuff. i can't wait i'm so damn excited it's not even funny oh Oh, that's so exciting. And I'm I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. Thank Some you. joy in your life. Some joy in your life. Oh, but Miss so, Mala Brooke is going to be so spoiled. Oh, is that going to be her name? Mm-hmm. I know it was changing a little bit yeah. from time. Yeah. Like, Mala Brooke, that that's is, her name. I love it. I love it. I love it. I do What is that? Oh, wasn't there a Spice Girl called MB? MB? No. BM? No. That's a bowel movement. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Mel B. Was her Mel name. B. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Yeah. Anyway. So what I want is, so speaking of this sweet, innocent little baby that you're going to be, you have two babies that are obviously grown. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me about like, their experience, like, were they easy births, like, easy peasy with no issues and stuff? You know what? I kind of, I, I feel bad sometimes talking about this because my sister, she has two girls, my two nieces. Mm-hmm. And we were literally pregnant, like, within six months of each other between all four of them. So, like, I was pregnant with Logan, had him. Six months later, she had Madison. Six months later, I had Brayden. Six months later, she had Rylan. My mom was like, if y'all don't stop fucking, I'm going to kill you <laughs> Okay. So um, my sister, she had like a horrible pregnancy. Like from the day that she got pregnant, she was vomiting sun up to sundown. Okay. Uh-huh. Horrible. And then like the actual births were like not fun for her. But, you know, to me, I could have ran a circus. 
you know, through both of them. Births, easy peasy. Like, I I had no um, no issues whatsoever. So, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed being pregnant. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And I was not scarred by the actual childbirth itself. Okay. So, I, it, and I the have delivery, no and re- bad things to say. In regards to them being, they were on, they were born on time, like at due date, or was it, was there complications um, after where they had to be sent to an intensive, you know, NICU, neonatal no. area? Now they were both pretty small, which I'm small. So that wasn't like a huge thing. They were both full term. Um, Logan, his due date changed like the last four weeks that I went for my checkups. They gave me a different mm-hmm. date. They were all around mm-hmm. the same week. But okay. eventually he was, you know, he was born on October 22nd, and that was never a date that they gave me, but it was like all around the same week. But from yeah. the jump, day one, Braden's birthday, his due date that they had gave me was December 25th every single time, and he was born on Christmas Day. He was born on that day. Oh, so wow. his never changed. But Logan's was a little off, but like all within the same week. And then the, the care that the babies received. You know, like the um, nurses hello. and the doctors. Oh, I was like, I was their mother. Uh, um, not, no. not you. Yeah, no, they had great nurses, especially Brayden. It was a whole bunch of little old ladies that volunteered mm. in the nursery. And they had knitted all of these little Christmas hats for the babies that oh were born gosh. that week. And when they brought him to me after they, you know, after the original birth and they take them and they do whatever they need and they bring them back to you, usually they're all wrapped up and bundled yeah. in a little blanket from the hospital, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. He came to me in a stocking. What? They put <gasps> him in a stocking with one of those little Christmas hats on and brought him to me. And I still have that hat and that stocking and all the nurses well, and the you doctors better. signed it. Oh, my God. It's so cute. But, no, they didn't have any complications. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I had no issues whatsoever very grateful well very very grateful in in regards to so for myself like i have three boys so i had complications during the pregnancies gabriel i didn't have so much he was a perfect pregnancy i mean i had horrible morning sickness but the delivery was the hard part and he had to stay in the hospital for about a week um and then an extra week because he got sick or whatever and then liam no then cameron he was trying to come out early he just didn't want to stay inside. And so he was born <laughs> two weeks early. They're like, okay, get moving. Let's get him out. But Liam was the special one. He was born two months early. Aww. And he was in the NICU, the neonatal unit, and then promoted or graduated to where he was, you know, in another pod. That's what they call them, pods, um, here. And he had to be in, a, in an isolate incubator. Um, for the rest of his time at the hospital, then he was able to come home and he was like three pounds, 11 ounces, no, four pounds when he finally came home. So anyway, saying all of that, you know, I've always wanted to go in the medical field, but just didn't know where exactly. And seeing the care of these nurses really made me think maybe I should go and become a nurse somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then just never got around to doing it, you know, just because having kids and just wasn't. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have the ability to do so. So the reason of me asking all of this is because, well, it's today's story. I'm going to kick your ass. You know that. And um, massive disclaimer. Okay. Just going to put it out there. Um, it broke my heart. Girl, it literally you broke you my cannot heart. Start try- we haven't even started talking about it yet. I know. It broke my heart. But um, 
uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say that the person was charged. Okay. After six years of investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was charged, but because of the amount of time that was involved within this person's education and activity, mm-hmm. they're doing a deeper investigation. Okay. To add, to see if they can tack on more charges. Um, so it's, it's a, let's just put, like I said, it's going to get pretty bad to some, in some areas. Um, well, all of them, it's not good, but. So huge trigger uh, warning for children, babies. Okay. Correct. All right. Got it. Correct. Um, so you ready, Mandy? Girl, I was born ready. Okay. So let's just, let's just go ahead and do this the Rosa way. Um, (laughs) throughout the story, I don't know how I got her name mixed up, but I'm going to be calling her Nancy, but her name is not Nancy. It's Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I kept thinking her name. So throughout the story, I'm calling this girl Nancy. I don't know how I got her name to be Nancy. Maybe I crossed it over with another story. I don't even know. I think one of the reporters was Nancy. Oops, sorry. I'm not sure. Um, but her name is Lucy. Okay. <laughs> so okay. you hear me say Nancy because I was not going to go through this entire story and change her name. Sorry, guys. So if I say Nancy, understand it's Lucy. And if Got you it. hear me correct myself calling her Lucy, know that it's Nancy. Ah, shit. It's okay. it's the same person. Nancy, All Lucy, right. Lucy, Nancy. Okay, tomato, 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 potato, got potato, it. potato, potato. You know? Okay. Butt crack, ass crack, same thing. Just that is have a way you say. All right, ass crack, let's hear it. All righty. So um, this story is about uh, um, a young lady by the name of Nancy Letby. This is actually a story that came out and I just, I found this story while I was down this Instagram hole and it popped up and I was like, I need to cover this. I need to talk about this. I need to bring awareness to this. Um, And the reason why I had said earlier, I had to question you about your deliveries and your, you know, your encounters at the hospital, because if this doesn't bring us to be more alert and more absurd, you know, observative, uh, observative, observant. There you go. Observant to the care of our children and the care of anyone in general. Um, it, it needs to, Okay, it really needs to. Um, so just a little bit about um, Lucy. So Lucy is an England nurse. And if you have yet to hear this, Mandy, I'm surprised. This story I was just going to ask. Is this a just recent? recent. Okay. Yes, we all know um, how, we, how I as feel of about recent, England shit. Just wait. Oh god, just wait. So, um, this story just hit media in August. Oh, okay. This recent. There. This is. There's so much to 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 look at. There's so many videos, news outlets. Um, I've been listening to literally falling asleep, listening to it, waking up, listening to it. It's just been everywhere. There's even a podcast, several series Mm. of this case. So, and they get into detail with every single thing. 
I'm not going to because then we will be here for a very lengthy time, although I do have quite a bit of information. So will we attach that information in the description of this podcast so they can listen to that if they want? I'm just going to type her name in the podcast for you guys to go and look her up and go down your own rabbit hole. It is Lucy Letby, England nurse. Okay. Okay. She's an England nurse. So she was born January 4th, 1990 uh, to a finance manager and an accounts clerk, John and Susan Letby. The family lived in Hereford, Hereford, England. She attended uh, Islestone School, Hereford Sixth Form College, and the University of Chester. Lucy, here we go. Uh, yeah, Lucy was known to be an <laughs> – see, here I go. I told you I was going to screw this up. <laughs> Lucy was known to be an awkward and geeky kid. Her family uh, formed a tight-knit bond Uh, Lucy became the first in her extended family to attend a college. Her parents struggled to adjust when she left. Uh, They helped her buy a house. Um, She was the first of her family to study and graduate in the fall of 2011. Okay. Lucy moved to Chester, where she worked at Countess of Chester Hospital as a registered nurse. In the UK, nurses can make between $50,000 to $78,000 a year. Many of her friends and family members said that she became a nurse due to her own birth experience. She was thankful for being alive due to the nurses who helped her save her life. Growing up, all she talked about was wanting to be a nurse. While attending the University of Chester, she worked as a student nurse during her three years of training. She was single, didn't have any kids, and she was happy. She didn't want any kids. She didn't want to be married. So if you're wondering who this girl is, she is a registered nurse that just recently hit the news that, again, I said you can go and dive deep into and look. This was a case that took six years, a six-year investigation to finally get a sentencing. But because of her studying, like they're, 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 putting her education now, mm-hmm. all the hands-on, all the training with actual patients, they're now going to go and look into that. They're going to start oh, going and investigating like, into that. Like maybe other cases. Correct. Yikes. Correct. So on August 21, 2023, Nancy, here you go, Lucy was sentenced to life. Damn the it, most Lucy. Se- The most severe sentence possible under the UK law. She is the fourth woman in the U- in UK legal history to receive such a sentence. It is said that she committed a cruel, calculated, and cynical campaign of murderers involving the smallest and most vulnerable of children due to boor- uh, boarding on sadism. <laughs> Mandy. <laughs> What the fuck band? you got me listening to? Okay, ready? No. Here's just a few of those stories. The first case, or the first uh, suspicious case, occurred on June 18th, 2015. At 8 p.m., a healthy baby boy, a twin, was being carried or cared for by Lucy. She was just 30 minutes into her shift. 26 minutes later, she called a doctor with the baby's 
with the baby's state rapidly deteriorating. Sadly, the baby died half an hour later. When the news got out uh, in pediatrics, the other nurses were surprised, and this was uh, a complete shock. The baby showed no signs of any problems throughout the day. A fellow nurse said when the baby started deteriorating, Lucy was standing over the infant's incubator, and she originally did not intervene. However, she didn't, She then did when she realized uh, he was not recovering. Doctors attended the scene, said that the baby developed unusual blue and white bruising spots. This typically appears on the toes, feet, and fingers that slowly spread to the rest of the body. This appears on babies when they have been intentionally injected with air. Uh-uh. The day after the baby died, Nancy, as she did to many others, searched for his parents on Facebook. About 20. Okay. Go ahead. About 28 hours after a baby boy's death, his twin sister also collapsed and had, and had to be resuscitated. Uh, after baby boy's death, uh, the parents had spent the day with his twin sister in the nursery. As any parent would. Right. They were persuaded to go home and rest. Sadly, baby girl quoted, tests later showed that the baby had been injected with air as well. Let's just put this out there. She was working in the neonatal unit. Mm -hmm. For those that don't know what the neonatal unit is, it is for babies with preemie that are preemie. Is babies with complications. And nine times out of 10, let's just say nine times out of 10, the reason that they are in the NICU is because they were born early. And what's the last thing to develop? Correct. What's the last thing to develop? Mm -hmm. Their lungs. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking it would probably be easy for somebody, if this is something they were going to do, is to fuck around. And do something with their breathing, right? With their airflow, with their, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that it would seem like it would be a, not a natural thing to happen, but something that would kind of be expected to happen. So what she was doing to her victims is something that would eventually over time not be founded. Right. It would be hard to... Figure that out. Correct. Right. What a correct. Reports show Lucy had fed the baby just 25 minutes before. We will identify both of these babies as A and B. Mm-hmm. Case two. A few days later, a boy in good condition also died. He suddenly collapsed as soon as another nurse left the nursery. Despite not being... Uh, the design or designated nurse for the child, Nancy, was what Lucy was witnessed standing over his mother as his alarm sounded. When the other nurse came back in, Lucy, uh, Lucy's shift leader, had already told her to focus on her designated patient, and the shift leader testified later testified that she had to keep pulling her away from this family. What kind of like disgustings? I'm still stuck on the whole Facebook thing. Mm. 
like it gets it, better. Oh God. Okay. His his parents later recalled a nurse that they believe was Lucy. Brought. <laughs> this is what really pissed me off. A ventilator basket, and asked. You've said your goodbyes. Do you want me to put him in here? For those that don't know what a ventilator basket is, you know, when you go to the ER Mm -hmm. and they take your pulse, it's Mm -hmm. on a cart. You know, there's a little basket Mm -hmm. where they put the cuffs in. Mm -hmm. She brought that in and asked if they wanted to put the baby in that basket. I would have stood up and slapped the entire dog shit out of that woman. I don't understand how, okay. And you're probably going to, you're probably going to get to it, but how the first two A and B, the twins. Mm -hmm. Okay. How they both passed away under her care, which Mm -hmm. to me is ironic. Mm -hmm. How they didn't send her ass like immediately to me because I've worked in the medical field. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if something of that nature were to happen, Mm -hmm. there should automatically be a, uh, okay, let's, uh, obviously there's a common denominator. Mm-hmm. Let's remove that. Let's, if you have a doctor, well, no, I, won't, I don't want to say that. Because sometimes if you have a doctor and a patient passes and you kind of put them, you don't, you kind of send them home to, you know, whatever. You, you know what I'm saying? Why the fuck mm-hmm. did that not happen before this last there. one happened? Well, let me get there. I, I, I know you're going to get there, but this is, I'm just, I don't. <sighs> okay. Okay. Case number three. Mm. On June 22nd, 2015, a baby girl collapsed three times in the early hours and, and unfortunately passed away. Those who attempted to save the child noticed that the girl's skin had been discolored. A post-mortem x-ray showed a striking line of gas in front of her spine, consistent with air being injected into the bloodstream. A doctor later testified that such a finding could not be explained by natural causes. The mother had noticed had noted that uh, Lucy was hovering around the family uh, hour, was hovering around the family hours before the baby uh, collapsed. Um. Let me just say, we're adding on here more babies. At this point, it was not, um, how do I say it without giving too much away? Um, What's the time difference between the first two and this third one? Within days. Oh, hell no. Mm -mm. Within days. Mm -mm. So that would be baby... Letter D. Mm-mm. Um, so at this point, we've got four babies. Okay. On July 2nd, a doctor raised his concerns. You're not going to like this. No. Raised his concerns over the sudden collapses and deaths. No action at this time was taken against Lucy. Of course the not. The suspicious and random deaths did not stop. Or I'm sorry, did stop for about a month. So the reason why they it stopped is because suspicion is going around. Right. People are wondering. She knows there's a she was the, she was the only nurse at nighttime. She was a night nurse. 
So she was in the care of all these innocent, helpless infants who could not fight for themselves. Right. Um, for the night shift. These suspicions, people were thinking, this isn't right. This doesn't ever happen. What's going on? Right. But at the same time, they put in consideration, this is the neonatal unit. Things can go wrong to some degree. Mm-hmm. And I say that because not in defense of her, but using Liam as a situation when he had to get a spinal tap, he contracted a horrible, horrible bacteria uh, infection mm-hmm. where we thought we were going to lose Liam. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, but we didn't encounter this, at least that I know of. Mm-hmm. We had people that were wanting to save our children, you know, or right. save our child. And that's what so, you should feel. You should have that correct. sense of security and safeness mm-hmm. to be able to entrust these nurses and doctors mm-hmm. with your children and yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Case four, August 4th, 2015, a mother walked in to the unit to give her baby his milk that she had just pumped only to find Nancy standing next to a nearby computer workstation, apparently in the process of tending to a child. Oh, my, my bad Lucy (laughs) (laughs) to a child. She found the baby distress and bleeding from the mouth. Oh my God. This is her finding her own baby. No. He suffered from a fatal bleeding. He, I'm not like gonna, I'm like internal go. bleeding. I'm let me get to it. <clears throat> Specks of blood were found in his vomit. The next morning at 1:54 a.m., the baby suffered an unexpected drop in his blood sugar and saw a surge in his heart rate. This child survived and the blood test later revealed that he had been given an extremely high of mount, amount of insulin, which he had never needed. At this time, not one baby on the unit required insulin. So there was no prescription around or needed for it. But somehow to this even child get gets like, it. Like confused Correct. with a patient. Oh, my God. Okay. So this baby should not have gotten it. The insulin was kept in a locked fridge next to the nurse's station. Later... At trial, Lucy did not contest that the baby had been intentionally injected with insulin, suggesting someone else must have done it. (laughs) Unfortunately, this baby later died. Lucy again (sighs) searched for these parents on Facebook. What a sick fucking twisted bitch. Like, is she getting off on them posting on Facebook about how... You know, obviously, how sad they are and the and the shit they're having to go through and stuff like that. Is she getting off on that? Is that what that's I'll all about? You. I'll tell you. Mm. At this point, the lead doctor, that over in the UK, they called them consultant, made his feelings known that he wasn't happy with Lucy's working with Lucy working on the unit, but this was dismissed. Ugh. Case number five, September 7th, 2015. 
was exactly the 100th day of baby F being alive, and the nurses had put up banners and made a cake for her parents to mark the day. On that same day, the child collapsed and did so again on two other occasions. In the following three weeks after the first collapse, the baby was taken to Arrow Park Hospital. But five days later, she collapsed again. 15 minutes after Nancy had been feeding her. Lucy. I'm sorry, Lucy had been feeding her. (laughs) Again, I don't know where I got Nancy from and I just went ham. (laughs) The child survived, but but is now severely disabled as a result of what happened to her. The baby was witnessed projectile vomiting so massively that it reached the chair next to the isolate and canopy, which at uh, which an attending doctor said he had never witnessed before. Her heart rate and oxygen levels also dropped to an unusual low levels. The doctor said that he could not find a natural cause for the drastic vomiting. Mm. Later at trial, an expert witness doctor concluded that the only viable explanation for the baby vomiting is so ex- so extraordinarily was if it had received far more milk than allocated down her feeding tube and that this could not happen accidentally. Mm. Gotcha. It was later dis- yeah, it was later discovered that Lucy had deliberately altered the baby's temperature on her observation chart to make it seem like it was already unwell before it collapsed and had uh, also faked the time it collapsed to make it seem like it happened when a colleague gave it a milk feed. What a fucking bitch. Baby G, case number six. Oh my God. Was born early. A nurse noticed when she arrived, Nancy was crying for help after the baby collapsed. The machine connected to the baby that measured its oxygen saturations and her heart rate levels had been turned off. A colleague had also noticed that the baby's initial collapse occurred on the exact same day she was originally due to be born. So again, this is a premature baby. Mm. About six weeks after the baby's multiple collapses, this was the fourth time that the baby had collapsed. On the fourth collapse, Nancy, sorry, Lucy, was found next to her incubator by another nurse. Sadly, this baby also died. It was the parents of this child to which Lucy later sent a sympathy card uh, to on the day of its funeral. (gasps) A card that Lucy kept photos of on her phone. Uh -uh. She also wanted to go to the funeral. Twice, the baby was found to have excess excess air in her stomach, which had affected her breathing. Before the second collapse, Lucy had suspiciously said to a colleague that the baby looked pale, even though it would have been hard to see from where they were standing in the doorway, looking into the darkened nursery. Hmm. When the nurse the designated nurse for the child turned on the light. She saw that the girl was not breathing. <gasps> the child's mother later, later said, Nancy smiled 
as she bathed her dead daughter and offered to take a photo of the dead child. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. A doctor had seen unusual bruising on the baby's skin and x-rays showed that the child had a massively enlarged stomach that was consistent with her having been deliberately injected with air. Are they not seeing like the common issues between Lucy and these babies? Like this, ha- I don't know what the, the time frame is between. I know you said it took six years of all this investigation. But mm-hmm. between baby A and baby G, they're not seeing that it's like, what the fuck? You would think that this was crazy, but she also searched for that family on Facebook. Ugh, yuck. On October 23rd, the hospital management was alerted to the concerns of the doctors on the unit. They were told to not make a fuss. Staff. Wait a second. Who told them not to make a fuss? (laughs) The hospital. The directors of the hospital told them to not make a fuss. Here's what my brain is thinking. Because if they make a fuss, if they make all this public, then there's Mm going to be some lawsuits coming out. Well, the reason why they didn't want to make a fuss was because they didn't expect that this would be like it could ever happen. Like, why was this happening at their hospital? They didn't understand why this was happening. This is not true. This couldn't be true. You know, this couldn't be real. Okay. And so they didn't want the doctors to make a fuss about it. Later on, I'm fast forwarding to a spot that I said I wasn't going to get to. This doctor testified that he wished that he would have made a fuss. Yeah. That he would have went straight to authorities instead of going to the board of the hospital. I'd rather make an ass out of myself and save some lives than not. Because now you look stupid. And I hope he's being held accountable too. Oh, listen. (laughs) So staff reviews were uh, carried out with highlight uh, uh, out, which highlighted that Lucy was always on duty for the suspicious uh, incidences. And in February of 2016, a doctor requested an urgent meeting with the executives, but no meeting. This was a meeting that he requested in February, but no meeting was occurred until May what? of 2016. At 11.26 on Christmas Day of 2015, it showed that Lucy searched on Facebook for the parents of the deceased babies. So she's like going ham. Yeah. Wanting to see who these parents are, what they're doing, if they're grieving, what's going on. Like serious. Yeah. Serious. I I think I may cancel Facebook at this point. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Uh, on April of 2016, Lucy had uh, been moved to the day shift. Okay, maybe thought, there's more people that could watch her. That and did they honestly think that she was going to stop at this point? Well, but at least you could, you know, if things stopped happening at night and now they're starting during the day, then hello. Um, they did. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a detective, but a play one on TV. <laughs> And this is literally not rocket science. No, it's not. But when you have a hospital, when you have a hospital that is, and many hospitals are like this, we all know this, 
um, they would rather try to resolve it before it leads out or leaks out right. and create havoc for themselves. And um, like like you said, they don't they don't want a lawsuit, right? Well, they don't want a lawsuit, look and at it's you unfortunate now. <laughs> that they would cons- they would consider themselves over the life of a child or even a person, That's anyone what I'm in general. Yeah, I mean, I-, I think a while ago, a few years ago, they were talking about here in Florida that major hospitals were turning away patients who didn't have insurance so because sad. the hospital didn't want to be liable for that bill. Yeah, but so you're going to turn away someone who is ill, possibly on their deathbed, Mm -hmm. severely injured, Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be responsible for that. You took an oath. Right. To help people. Correct. Regardless of the cost. Yeah. So you're going to tell me that if you see me pass out on the street and because you're not on the clock and I don't show you my insurance card, you're just going to leave me there? Right. You took an oath as a nurse, a physician, anyone in the medical field. Mm-hmm. to serve those that are in need. Right. I mean, even I'm a first responder, right? So at work, say somebody falls out with a heart attack and I'm like, ah, eh, I don't really want to get involved in that. That's my fault because that's something mm-hmm. as a first responder that you're like, well, you chose to, you know, mm-hmm. have this position and have this training and that's Correct. the reason why you're doing it. So you kind of have to just get out there and do it. Don't be a puss. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, there's a lot of pusses out there, apparently. Facts. Too many to even count on one hand. Hell, Ugh. my feet and my my hands, even on yours. Ugh. And you have like 12 toes. I do. Just to, you know. It's because I'm from West Virginia, <laughs> ain't it? Something in that water. Mm. I don't know. On April 9th, 2016, two twin brothers, baby H and I, suffered suffered sudden collapses within hours of each other. Tests found that baby H uh, had high levels of insulin in his blood. Hours Mm. later, one of the baby's heart rates and and breathing suddenly dropped. And he nearly died. Experts say that baby H heart was likely caused by air being injected into his bloodstream. Although he lived, the child now suffers from brain damage. It is noted that the collapse of both babies occurred in almost identical circumstances to the other victims. Both were twins who were, uh, one was believed to have been injected with insulin and the other with air. Mm. It was noted that she had injected twice the dose of insulin to ensure the deaths of her victims. Disgusting. On May, yeah. On May 11th, the meeting about the suspicious case finally took place, but no action was taken. So were there like... Uh- suspicions from other nurses or doctors that are like mm. oh yeah okay mm-hmm. and they made mm-hmm. that known and because of her and because of her suspicions she actually kept a diary at home Good. and would write into it and would um 
talk about how she didn't she didn't understand why people were looking at her this way. She was, you know, um, she was being outcasted and all this other stuff, and she just didn't understand. So yeah, she was. There was suspicion, but no action was taken. Sad. Case number seven. A month later, baby J nearly died at suffering trauma to the throat. Mm. Doctors said a doctor saw blood and and unusual swelling at the back of his throat. Upon examination, the baby had been heard randomly screaming by staff. Baby J's father said he then saw blood spattered around his son's mouth. Mm. The final two cases occurred within hours of each other on June 23rd and 24th. Two of the children involved were triplets, KL and M. The cases occurred on Nancy's first shift back after she had returned from taking a trip abroad. Of course. She texted a colleague saying that she would be back with a bang. One of the triplets, a perfect healthy baby, was due to be discharged home, but then suddenly collapsed on June 23rd. When the child initially became unwell, another nurse suggested he be moved to nursery one, where the sickest children were treated. But Nancy Wait a disagreed. Why the fuck would you I'm put sorry, a Lucy. Perfectly, a perfectly healthy baby into a nursery with the sickest children that you have? Because this baby had collapsed. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Lucy disagreed. And the baby subsequently collapsed less than two hours later. He recovered, but suffered two more uh, collapses and died almost exactly three hours later. Mm. The lead doctor noted that the child should have responded better to res- uh, resuscitation. X-rays on a postpartum showed. Oh, I'm sorry. Postpartum post mortem. Get it together. Mm. X-rays showed (laughs) (laughs) that he had an abnormal amount of gas in his body and he had a had liver damage that an independent uh, pathologist would later rule. He had resulted from an impact injury similar to what would be seen in a car crash. What the fuck? 13 minutes after baby's death, Lucy was feeding his triplet brother, who also was expected to be able to go home soon. But he then collapsed after his diaphragm was somehow shattered. You don't just somehow shatter your fucking diaphragm. Do you know how hard that is? Let me, let me, let me just explain something to you. So there's a lot of cases and a lot of stories that we talk about, about like asphyxiation, strangulation, things like that on an adult even. Okay. So you have to think of babies as like baby trees. So their limbs and everything are very, um, bendy. I don't, I don't have another word for it. Okay. I'm like three Mm -hmm. high noons in. So they're very bendy. Okay. It takes a lot to break. 
a baby's bones. I'm pretty certain. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm pretty certain. I don't know. I think it doesn't take much to break a baby's bones. You bone. think? I mean, their soft spot on their head, it's their because their their skull is is crossed over. I mean, and then like remember, you know, you can't touch their soft spot or anything. Like they're well, sure. they're extremely fragile. Right. But there is there's a bone. Um hold on, I'm Googling this to get the right wordage. There's a bone that's in your neck, throat, whatever. So even in an adult, like if you were to strangle an adult, there's a, a tiny, you know, little bone back there that's going to break. So nine times out of 10, if there's an autopsy on somebody and that they find that's been snapped, broken, broken whatever, then it's been done by force by somebody mm-hmm. on purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So in order for you, hold on, let me, I'm trying to Google this. Um, would it be to infants? Uh, fewer than 1% of all trauma cases to an infant's diaphragm results in in trauma so it has to be not okay i don't i don't even know why i'm trying to explain this so it's not like you just walk by and just like smack it you know what i'm saying like yeah you'd have to you'd have to come so with force intimately close with this child with force Mm -hmm. that's fucking disgusting That is so. Oh, just so that you understand, um, this case, this particular case, and also another, the other case where the baby, um, his throat was damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, when they tried to save these children, they could not get a clear airway because blood was just coming out. That makes me and it's sick. so unfortunate. Doctors attempted to recover him by preparing him to go to another hospital. And Lucy then remarked, he's not leaving here alive, is he? What? The baby soon died. X-ray showed a large amount of gas inside the baby. These deaths have been described as exceptional and the tipping point when the doctors realized that drastic action needed to be taken. A doctor allowed the surviving triplet to be taken to a different hospital by medics who had turned up to take the baby, uh, which had been expected to live. The doctors said she allowed this after the parents had begged for it. Mm. As she now felt Lucy was a mortal danger Mm -hmm. to the surviving triplet. This was the mother that said, she's a danger to my my kids. Absolutely. I need my child to be gone. This is also the family that wasn't even supposed to be at this hospital to give birth. God. They were supposed to go to another hospital about 20 or 30 miles away. They were registered and everything to go. 
But when they went to give birth, the hospital was full. Mm. So then they were directed to the hospital Lucy was at. It, it just fucking breaks my heart how fate in some of these cases just fucking happened. You know? If I were that parent so, to those triplets oh and just sitting back and thinking, like, if only this would have been different, if this would have happened. Which, you know, you could put to any case ever that we've ever talked about. Mm-hmm. But, my God. Oh. So, before the second triplet had passed, Lucy texted a doctor saying she would be watching them both like a hawk. Watching who? Mm-mm. And Bitch, said, I wish, I wish she fucking would. And said, I'm okay. I just don't want to be re- here, really. Nobody gives a I shit hope about I may you, get the- Nobody cares if I you're hope okay. I- <laughs> you ready for this? I hope I get the new admissions, meaning the new babies that come in. Oh. Three weeks later, Nancy, oh, Lucy, was removed from duty. And the suspicious collapses and codes had stopped. On July uh, 3rd of 2018, Nancy was finally arrested Thank by police. Jesus. On suspicion of eight counts of murder and six counts of attempted murder. Mm. Following a year-long investigation, Nancy's home of Chester uh, at Chester was searched by police following her arrest. After the arrest, the investigation was widened to include Liverpool Women's Hospital, another location at which Nancy had worked at. Police have begun looking into Nancy's entire career. Now, remember I told you at the beginning that, yes, she was charged, Mm -hmm. but uh, they're only doing this investigation. What she was charged with is the current hospital she was working at and the hospital she worked at before. Okay. What they're going to do is although she has been charged and is sentenced, she, they are going to go back into her training and all the other places that she may have been involved with where infants, infants were, were there. And that may have passed. So additional charges can and will be added if they find any. That's heartbreaking. First of all, how many did you say? Seven? Mm -hmm. Seven murders, six Um, attempted? Eight counts counts of murder and six counts of attempted murder. I couldn't imagine that that number getting any higher. So. (laughs) I mean, I um, could, but. Wait until you hear the other part of that. Oh, so, Jesus. if you're wondering where she got this bright idea of injecting air, she had just took a class uh, to alert nurses and training on the on the importance of not injecting air. She was taught not to do that. She had oh hands-on God. training. And uh, education on what to look out for, the signs, the symptoms, um, the damage that it can do, everything. And she wanted to see what it was all about. (sighs) And took it on these victims, unfortunately. 14 times you wanted to see what it was about? 
Tried on Nancy yourself, was bailed. <laughs> Lucy was bailed on July 6, 2018. As the police continued their inquir- inquiries, time had to t- uh, time had to be taken to review the unexpectedly large amount of document evidence found in Nancy's home. In her diaries were writings of what appeared to be a code of colored asterisks that marked the significant events in the investigation. She was arrested on June 10th of 2019 in connection with eight said murders and nine said attempted murders of babies. Remember, this was a six-year investigation. Right. So the first time she got arrested, it was eight counts um, of murder and six counts of attempted murder. Right. This time, um, it was now we're up to nine attempted murders. Oh my God. The oh. authorities stated they needed time to get evidence together to make sure it was a strong, it was as strong as possible before charges could be brought. There were thousands of exhibits in the investigation. 16,571 of which were not even used as evidence. What? And some of the items were thousands of pages long. It had been found that Lucy had written extensively about the case on her 2018 arrest. Detectives wished to see whether she had written anything further in the year while she was under investigation. So they were just trying to let her hang herself, essentially. Mm. Officers at one point wondered if Lucy was the one who committed these crimes. Duh. And they were like, if it wasn't her, then who? Because Lucy had did not have the persona to do this. She was kind. She was helpful, very attentive. Um, never had a complaint about her. She loved her education. She loved her career. That's all she talked about. She was beautiful, young, vibrant. All of this started, I think she was in her 20s, late 20s. What? And she finally got, when she was finally sentenced, she was 33 years old. (sighs) On November 11th, 2020, she was finally charged with eight counts of murder and 10 counts of attempted murder. So now we're up the ante here. We're on 10 oh attempted God. murders. She was denied bail and, remain, and remained it in police custody. The Crown Prosecution Service, also known as public pr- prosecutors, uh, were convinced to approve all of the charges that were requested against Nancy. After it reviewed the evidence, the force collected against her. Nancy, oh, Lucy, denied all 22 (laughs) charges. This hussy denied all 22 charges against her, blaming the deaths on the hospital hygiene and staffing levels. Girl, you let me catch her in a fucking dark alley somewhere. On March 13th, 2020, Lucy was placed on an... Interim suspension by the Nursing and Midwifery Council. So in the UK, you get certified, you go into this council. So it's kind of like a a union. Let's just put it like a union. Okay. And you have your certification. 
and not to say it's a union, I'm not really sure what it is, but it's kind of, it's a council. You go into this council or union, whatever, and um, this union holds your certificate, like your license, like you're able to do this, that, and the other, you're a great person, da, 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 da. And then you are able to go and seek work at any hospital because they want to make sure that you're under this yeah. union or council. So on August 18th of 2023, Andrea Sutcliffe, chief executive and register registrar of the nursing and midwife council stated that Lucy remains suspended from our register and we will now move forward with our regulatory action uh, seeking to strike her off the registry. So, which means her license will be revoked. Oh. She can no longer. I mean, to me, that ain't Nancy. Shit. <laughs> Seriously. Lucy's trial began at uh, Manchester Crown Court on October 10th of 2022. Before uh, just Mr. Justice Goss, she, pla- uh, she pleaded not guilty. Her parents and the families of the victims attended the trial and reports stated that the composure of these parents hearing that it wasn't just their child, they believed their child actually got sick and died. Um, And finding out that they weren't just the only child at the hands of this person and believed how remorseful she was. The judge ruled that all of the victims will remain nameless until their legal age. So, alive and dead, they do not want to disclose any of their names. Several witnesses requested, I cannot say this, and I I think when I try to say this word, I think of Nemo. Uh, (laughs) Anonymity. Anonymity. Thank you. You're welcome. Anonymity. Like anonymous. Good. Including a doctor. So you wonder why this doctor wanted to stay. They had a thing. Yeah, because I would catch him out in the parking lot and beat the brakes off that motherfucker because he allowed this not to only, go on for as long as he did. He knew. Not only that, not only that, but it is believed that he too had a child. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. That, mm-mm. unfortunately, mm-mm. and because she had such an infatuation of him. Um, With the doctor? Yes. And they were like, had this thing. He was the uh, doctor that would come and like rescue the day. So she would do these things. This is what said, prosecutor said that she would go and do these things to these victims just to see this guy in action. Bitch, just fucking go to his house like a normal psycho. Why put these children in the middle of it? He was married. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to put this out there. There is no dick that would warrant me to harm a child. Okay? None. 
I might not even cross the street for some. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, come on. You know, this is what gives this is what gives women a bad name. But here's the thing, like they text throughout the night, like him mm-hmm. and the doc her and the doctor, okay. they would text so each other throughout the night. So there's your there there's your case. String him up. And But he wasn't in it. Like he wasn't part oh, of gosh. the reason. Like he just reacted to the cases. He didn't know what she was doing. Bullshit. Okay. That's my that's my take on it. Okay. Bullshit. I call bullshit. Continue. Sorry. There were witnesses that had apparently walked in during or just after Lucy's attacks. A mother of one of the victims said she had walked in on Lucy trying to kill her baby. With Lucy saying, I'd be in jail. With her saying, trust me, I'm a nurse. I don't trust nobody. When she was interrupted. So that is actually one of the titles and like one of the news articles. It said. Trust me, I'm a nurse. nurse trust me, I'm a nurse. Da, 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 <sighs> and it has her mugshot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Another mother had walked in hearing her baby screaming to find her child had blood around his mouth. With Lucy in the room, the mother said that despite the obvious distress, Uh, the baby was in, Lucy was not doing much, not doing anything. Mm -mm. You know, when it feels like somebody wants to look busy, but they're really not actually doing anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lucy told the mother to go back to the ward. However, the baby's condition soon worsened and it later died in its parents' arms. No post-mortem uh, x-ray or anything was carried out which might have shown that Lucy had done something to the baby afterwards Lucy bathed the, the uh, deceased baby in front of her parents another mother of a baby who had died on October 20, uh, 2015 recounted an uncomfortable experience while Lucy bathing was bathing her child if you tell me stating, she was smiling at the same time, I swear to God, I'm going to fall out. Lucy and another nurse asked me if I wanted to bathe my baby. While we were bathing her, Lucy came back in. She was smiling and kept going on about how she was present at the first ba- uh, bath and how our daughter had loved it. I wish that she would just stop talking. Lucy, apparent obsession with this baby and her family later continued. She sent a sympathy card. This is the one with the sympathy card. Well, several sympathy cards. She sent several of them. Sympathy cards uh, to the parents after the baby's death on the day of its funeral. Upon Lucy's arrest, it was found on her phone, like others, um, and photographed the card before uh, she sent it. And she kept it. In her pictures. Detectives, prosecutors all believed that these were trophies. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like Dahmer with the pictures and... And the heads and you know, sh- shit. Yeah. Her thing was documenting. But it was... She had said in trial that it was a common thing to write a note of sympathy to a parent that lost a child from the hospital. It was just something that she did. Mm. Police discovered during their investigation that Lucy had sent texts to other to others after each of their deaths. She asked one, how do such sick babies get through and others just die so suddenly and unexpectedly? And another sent during a day shift after two twin boys had collapsed. She wrote, work has been shit, but I have just one. Who the fuck did she write that to? It appears that she sent it to someone, uh, one of her friends. I don't know. Oh, my Because God. then she goes, she goes in the text message. She goes on in the text, the same text message. Unpacking party sounds good. Uh, sounds good to me. With my flavored vodka. But I ain't over As here killing babies. Your- I ain't killing babies over here, okay? <laughs> <sighs> on June 22nd, 2016, on the evening before her return to work, following a vacation, she texts, uh, like I said earlier, probably be back with the bank. Notably, on her first shift back the next day, a baby was murdered. The texts were seen as important as they sometimes appeared to be like a live blogging of yeah, events for her. Of course. Lucy had also told a colleague that taking baby A to the mortuary was the hardest thing she had ever had to do. Lucy also searched for the parents, like I said. Um, and of several other infants and victims, infant victims on Facebook. In one case, um, I already told you uh, the anniversary of the death. Uh, it in total of uh, it, she, you know, that she reached out to the patient on the anniversary of their death. Like yeah. it's just, it's fucking the processing disgusting. of all of this is ridiculous. It's so um, gross. I need to know what what where is she? I'll get to that. Okay. In total, Nancy had searched for 11 of the families affected. When police asked her why she had searched for the parents uh, one, uh, of, of one of the babies, um, she responded that she could not explain why she would be doing it. It was also revealed during the trial that Lucy had to be told more than once to not enter a room where parents were. With their victim, with with the babies, where they were grieve, uh, grieving. Right. If you have to be told this on several of your victims, and if let's just say, I'm a nurse, you're a nurse, another nurse, we're gonna talk about it. I had to tell her not to go in that room, and you're like, oh, I had to tell her not to go in that room. Right. So obviously, I had to tell her. It shouldn't take so long for somebody to figure out. Duh. There's something fucked up. Her response to that was, it's always me when it happens. She's... Bl- <laughs> so, Please tell me she's not trying to further, fucking play the victim here. Um, Potentially, mm. and I'll get to that. Mm. So going back to smiling with the baby, you almost fell out your chair. I did fall out. You didn't see me because you were reading. I was. I saw you my peripheral... Peripheral... In your side the, eye. My side eye? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry with my side eye. Yeah. 
thoughts on that before we continue? I hope somebody fucking annihilates her ass in jail. Annihilates. Now, we know how we love to hear, and I say this sarcastically, so please don't come after me when I say this. We love how when cases like this happen, the defense attorney is always trying to flip everything. How, how could you? At this point, the okay. defense attorney should only be trying to negotiate what kind of sentence she's going to get. That's, that's your only stance well, here. Lucy's defense attorney said that she was a dedicated nurse in a system which has failed and that the prosecution's case was driven by the assumption that someone was doing deliberate harm combined with the coincidence on certain occasions of Ms. Lucy's presence and that there had been a massive failure of care in a busy hospital neonatal unit. Far too great to blame just one person. The defense argued that the extraordinary bleeding in a baby boy murdered by Lucy could have been caused by a rigid wire or tube. She didn't do it. She didn't do that. Somebody else could have done that with a... I need his name. (laughs) A key piece of evidence was also given by... A doctor who recounted that in February 2016, he had walked in and saw Lucy standing over a baby and watching when they seemed to have stopped breathing. So she literally injected this baby and stood there and watched this baby slowly Mm -mm. stop breathing. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Lucy was not doing anything to help the baby. When he asked her what was going on, she responded that he had only just started declining. This baby went on to, to, to survive their, their collapse. But this stage, by this stage, all seven of the pediatrician doctors who worked seven that worked on the neonatal ward agreed something was seriously wrong in the department. The deaths and near deaths that were happening on the unit could not be medically explained. Mm. All the babies involved had been expected to live, and so their deaths came out of the blue. Previously, in the majority in the majority of times the premature babies had collapsed, it had already been expected, and in the very rare cases, it was not already expected. It would still be a me- it it could still be medically explained so no it can't and their minds remember we're not going to make a fuss out of this we're not going to make a fuss out of this well you're busted now okay so figure it the fuck out it could all be medically explained in their minds Hmm. a pediatrician testified that at the end um, testified that he and other clinicians had previously raised concerns about lucy but were told by hospital administrations, like I said earlier, that they should not really be saying such things and not to make a fuss about it. Because remember, they didn't want this to be leaked out. Mm. Another doctor testified that Nancy uh, commented an hour before one victim died, he's not leaving care alive, is he? So, you know, we're into the trial now and they're kind of just pointing out facts that I had already mentioned earlier. Right. Um, but if you have seven pediatricians and one of them she's having a fling with, 
seven and the one that you're having to fling with even thinks that you're crazy at this point. Mm -hmm. Something is wrong. Yeah. All of these deaths, all of these babies. And now that they're going to go back into your training to check, hello. Lucy told one of the doctors when she would be back on a shift a day after the victims died, one after one of the victims had died and was asked if she was upset after the events of the two days. The prosecution also noted that although by this point she was not supposed to work night shifts, Nancy was caring for one of the boys or one of the babies as she specifically volunteered to do an extra shift to take care of it. To take for it, take care for it. The prosecution argued that she had been or she had seen an opportunity to murder one of the babies. Exactly. So she went back on that shift to finish a job. Yeah. She found zero remorse <sighs> after she was asked, how did she feel about this? Did she take the stand in this trial? Do you know? Um, I believe so. Um, because they, yes, she did because of, uh, some of the things that were mentioned. Yeah. I need to know what what her, what her explanation is of all this shit. At trial, Lucy accepted the results that showed that some victims had been deliberately injected with insulin and not contested the sum that had been administrated with, had been, um, administrated with air to them. So she was okay with the insulin, but she's like, no, I don't want you guys to talk about the air. That's not, that's not right. I didn't do that. Okay. Um, to plug in why she had no remorse, the night after Nan- uh, Lucy tried to murder one of the babies, she went out salsa dancing. Oh, nice. Although the doctors made uh, their desire to have Lucy removed from duties known to hospital staff after the triplet incident, this was refused. And the next day, another baby almost died under her care, as well as uh, in the two cases in which insulin poisoning had been proved. Evidence provided by medical experts indicated that all of the babies had been harmed intentionally. The evidence was given to experts specializing in areas of pediatric radiology, pediatric pathology, hematology, uh, pediatric neurology, and pediatric endocrinology, uh, which two main medical experts who were consultant pediatricians, meaning doctors, Nancy was, mm, Lucy was the only staff member on duty for every one of these suspicious Of course she was. How convenient. As soon as she was removed from duty, like I said before, everything stopped. Uh-huh. If they don't see that, right. why did they bring her back? Right. Um, importantly, it was discovered that Lucy had falsified patient records, covering her tracks by changing the times uh, some babies collapsed and making sure she could not be placed at the scene. Criminal psychologist David Holmes, Dr. David Holmes, states that uh, the varied methods she used to attack her victims, such as insulin and air injections and overfeeding milk, would have all been specifically chosen as things that would uh, dissipate and not be easily detected afterwards. 
Remember, that's what I told you at the beginning. Right. Yeah. So this is where it gets pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, as if it hasn't been already. It gets, it, it, she's a freaking lunatic. On the fourth day of trial, the prosecution presented a handwritten note from Lucy, which said, I am evil. I did this. So these notes, this girl would write sticky notes while she's at work of all of the things and put them in her pocket and take them home. Oh, so like what she did to each patient and things like Mm -hmm. that. Okay. And one of the notes also said that she killed them on purpose because she couldn't take care of them. Then let somebody else. That's obviously not your job. Like it further stated, you're in the wrong. I killed them. Oh yeah. And she said, I will never marry or have children. I'll never know what it's like to have a family. The defense argued that the note was <laughs> the anguished outpouring of a young woman in fear and despair when she realized the enormity, enormity of what's being said about her. So she is taking what people are saying, the suspicions, and now playing the victim. <laughs> She's never going to have a family. What these people are thinking about me, Nobody I can't believe this, that, and the other. Okay. Um, <laughs> and said that she had written it when she was dealing with employment issues, including a grievance procedure uh, with the NHS, which is the National Health Services. Several notes, several other notes from Nancy were shown in court, two of which said, why, how has this happened? What process has led uh, to this current situation? What allegations have been made and by who do they have written evidence to support their comments? And I haven't done anything wrong. They have no evidence. So why have I had to hide away? Both of which were Nancy's expressing frustration uh, about not being allowed back to work in the O'Neill unit. However, police had also discovered that Nancy had secretly kept medical documents at home relating to the care of the children. 257 confidential handover sheets, uh, resuscitation sheets, and blood gas readings were taken from the hospital, and it was later concluded that she kept these as a sort of trophy, with the trial judge stating that she had kept these as a morbid uh, kept these as morbid records of her murders. If you don't know what handover documents so are, gross. these are just uh, crit- just a sheet of critical information about each patient. So if a patient is sick or was born prematurely, it has everything that's wrong with them on these. So that's what they use them as. Mm-hmm. The sensitive documents, which should have never had left the hospital, because obviously now you're going against HIPAA, mm-hmm. uh, taking the names of the babies and the documents had been stuffed and hidden in a shopping bag underneath her bed. One note of medications given to a baby boy who had managed to survive after being on the brink of death, written on a paper towel, was found under her bed. Nancy, ugh, Lucy, claimed at trial that she had no means of destroying the confidential notes, yet the court heard uh, a paper shredder was found in her home. Ah, convenient. Her diary also was also found um, to be marked with initials of the babies she killed on the exact days they died. 
it was within that diary is where they found the letter I am evil. Um, That's disgusting. I did this. Furthermore, more notes were discovered uh, that contained phrases such as I am sorry they couldn't have a chance at life. I don't want to do this anymore. How can life be this way? Hate my life and help in capital letters. The prosecution said that the notes were evident, evidently confessions uh, of guilt rather than just words of a woman in distress. These notes and documents have been founded in Nancy's home in Chester and of her parents' house in Hereford. Nancy herself gave evidence in court in May of 23 of May 2023, breaking down in tears and claiming she was made to feel as though she were incompetent, but meant no harm. When asked why she wrote, I am evil. Um, I did this. Nancy, Lucy said, I felt at the time that if I, if I done something wrong, I must be such an evil, awful person. You are. I'd somehow been incompetent and had done something wrong which had affected those babies. She also said that the allegations had negatively impacted her mental health, saying, I don't think you can be accused of anything worse than that. I just changed as a person. My mental health deteriorated. I felt isolated uh, from my friends on the unit. Uh, from self confidence, uh, From a self-confidence point of view, it made me question everything about myself. It was observed that Lucy eventually began to lose her composure in the witness box, asking for a number of unplanned breaks. It was also observed that she only broke down when talking about herself and the impact it had on her, which the prosecution said was telling. She had not shown any emotion in relation to the fate of these babies. It was also noted that she repeatedly uh, con- contradicted herself, muddled up her story, and became more and more frustrated with the prosecution questions, which was unlike her unusual calm demeanor. Again, this is why she got away with it, because she was just very calm, relaxed, chill. Nothing ever bothered her. She was a fake-ass bitch. Lucy was found guilty of seven counts of murder of seven babies. She was also found guilty of seven counts of attempted murder of six infants. She was found not guilty on two counts of attempted murder. The jury was unable to reach verdicts on six further attempted murder charges. It was asked of the court for 28 days to consider whether a retrial would be sought out for these six counts. On on August 21st, 2023, Nancy was sentenced to life imprisonment with a whole life order. Nancy opted not to attend the sentencing hearing and as such heard neither of the various victim impact statements, which were read out, nor her sentence being passed. In response, Alex Chalk, Secretary of the State of State for Justice, wrote, for the, wrote the government, uh, look at options to change the law at the earliest opportunity to compel defendants to attend their sentencing. Nancy's parents who had been present throughout the trial also did not attend her sentencing. Ugh. After, after the trial, Na- uh, Lucy was transferred to, here you go, get a pen and paper. HMP Low <laughs> Newton, a closed prison for women in County Durham. 
She is the most prolific serial killer of children in modern British history. Ugh. Again, although she has been charged, investigation is still ongoing. Based on her prior employment and training, more charges can and will be placed if anything else. Right. So she could have found. a whole new trial coming up. Yes, ma'am. I, and she's imprisoned at the age of 33. I honestly feel like it it should be a law that they have to attend their hearing. Attend. Hell, you took my child. You need to hear me. You need to hear, listen to what the fuck I got to say to you. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a, hold on. I'm going to say, oh, I can't say it because they both the curse words, but it's a B.A. move. Say it. Fill in the blank. No. Girl, you just had me listen to 13 counts of infant death. I know. I'm sorry. It was a long story. That's, I'm sorry. No. You know how you repay me? It was a bitch-ass move. Thank you. For her not showing up to hear her sentence. Yes. That is a bitch-ass move. Yes. I, get, I mean, this is, we're about an hour into this. Just my version of the story. Right. Remember, as I said at the beginning, there are other stories, other podcasts that are covered this Much in deeper. series. I don't, because I don't think I need to hear any more details, honestly. I don't. No, thank you. I honestly she hope also that justice got a mo- handles itself in prison. So her boyfriend, air quotes boyfriend, when he was on the stand, she only she showed emotion then as well oh, because he was testifying my God. against her. It's one of those. She's one of those. I. I uh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to say thank you, but. This is definitely something that I, I don't know. Like, I kind of want to know more, but I don't. I really don't. It's new. It's new. I'm telling you, it just, it is all over the British airways. I can't like believe UK I haven't seen anything about everything. it. So you had said earlier, the beginning about the UK justice, justice system. I I think in this case, they did a really good thing, but for it to be a six-year investigation, when originally they were already talking about this. Yeah. Well, I think maybe it took so long because they did want to get into, were there more than just what we're looking at? That makes sense, you know? Yeah. That does make sense. So I'll give them that. But my God, I mean, that hospital, I mean, you can't put blame on them. But you kind of can. Like, how long yeah. did they have to let that go on for? You know what I'm saying? They obviously know. had suspicions. A lot of them had suspicions. But here's the thing. Because of how long it went, just to, the babies that were affected, when they didn't do anything to stop right. it. they. I hope they're being held accountable. And the other thing is that if it took this time, like how many other babies she may have affected prior to this? Yeah. yeah. So they have to look at thousands and thousands of other babies. Whatever cases that she was keep, involved in. That's a lot of like searching. That's a lot of investigating. Yeah. That's, Which that's they should. They should take all the time, time in the world to figure that the fuck out. Yes. Do it. Again, this story, it was hard for me to just, I went down a rabbit hole on this because I kept listening and kept watching and. I just have to say, I love the way that the English speak because it's so intriguing. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but it is so heart 
heartbreaking to hear what she did to all of these premature babies, and especially to hear about the case that they weren't even supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to go to another hospital. Um, reflecting back on to, you know, Liam being born prematurely and only, I mean, he received the best care that I can think of that, you know, yeah. made me think to go into the medical field even yeah, more. absolutely. I just, it, you know, why would you have the desire to want to go into the medical field based off of your own, your own in coming into the world? You now yeah, do this to other babies. I mean, it would make sense to do the opposite, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's just yeah. one sick, twisted bitch. I, I can't. I have no words. It it just breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. I'm sorry. Well, you didn't do it. But, you know, you you brought me into it. So thanks a lot for that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys are interested at all, all you have to do is type in Lucy, not Nancy, Lucy Letby. And how do you spell that last Have time? fun. L let B L E T B Y and just have fun, not in a good way, but just yeah, it's it's just uh, so sad. It's insane. So it's insane. I mean, you're you're taught not to do to look out for this in case it happens, and then you're going to actually do it yourself, right? I mean, that's so to retract just to cover as to what she actually did. She injected air into these babies. She overfed them, and she poisoned them with insulin. And then physically. And physically harmed a baby. Yeah, and I don't even want to know how she did that. I don't even want to know. I mean. No, thank you. I, uh. I don't even want to speculate. Mm Mm-mm. No. 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 One more time. No. <laughs> I will tell you, though, that uh, the next episode, my my story, is not children. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys- I actually had two other stories. I was going to do another story, and then this came up on my feed, and I was like, oh, 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 oh I no. Had, well, I mentioned before in the Welcome Back episode that I had handfuls of ones that I wanted to do. And when I started looking at the one that I'm doing, I was like, oh, okay. When, okay. So just keep in mind, like when you were talking in the beginning, like how I'm going to be when I'm an old woman, it, yeah. the things that I heard in the beginning, like when I first started to do the research on this, I, we'll just say as a woman. Okay. Um, I was like, that kind of, don't, uh, it's a, it's a female. It's okay. You don't know how, are when, you, where, Are you going to be that old lady? Like- are you going to be that old lady to be like, can I go? I'm going to go get a cup of coffee across the street. Not that old lady. <laughs> but there were just some. And bail. <laughs> there were just some things that she had said and did that were like, okay. Like I, you know, that sounds like some shit I would do, but yeah. 
Well, I, I want to apologize, but not at the same time, because I, I hope that brings awareness. if there's a lesson to be learned, it's awareness of the care that anyone in your life is receiving. Yes. If you ever have and a moment where you feel like nobody's listening to you, if you feel off about something, especially if it's you or your infant child that cannot fucking tell you anything, stand up for yourself. Stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Make a scene. Do what you have to do. Be that bitch. Because mm-hmm. nobody else can oh. stand up for your children except for you. Nobody. Mm-mm. And I'm not Mm-mm. saying that this so, happens all the time or that it would happen to you, but it could. It could. It could. It could. I mean, how many times have we heard of stories of in during a delivery, a baby falls out of the hands of a doctor because right. they're slippery and, mm-hmm. you know, or most recently the case that was in, I think in Atlanta, where the girl was given birth and they used force to pull the baby out and unfortunately broke the baby's neck, mm-hmm. essentially decapitating it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to hand the baby over to the mother. Yeah. I mean, in just recent times, like now, this within this year, like these things are happening. Yeah. Like you would think that these things happened in the past that we would change our ways. Right. But the, like, it's not, it's not like this girl just got, you know, sentenced to life, but this was a six year investigation and back in, you know, early, what, 13, 14, all of that, it happened within that time frame. When we're at 2023 and a young child gives birth or a young lady gives birth to a baby and un- unfortunately, it, the, the cause of the, because of the physicians on duty, unfortunately harmed this child, they wouldn't hand this child over that they encouraged the mother to go through with a cremation. Right. Before they have an autopsy. Yeah, no. That wouldn't happen on my end. Like, people. Wake up. Within today's time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who thinks like this? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I think it's because we've always been taught to, to be able to trust people in healthcare and to not question things. You know what I mean? But if you have a maternal instinct. uh, Clearly, they don't. If you have a, ma- a maternal instinct or a paternal instinct about anything, especially brand new infant babies. Now, granted, you know, a lot of these may have been new mothers and they just don't know. Mm-hmm. Put yourself out there. Just ask. If you feel uncomfortable, make it, make it known. Make it known. You never know. You never know. Listen, my, my, my take on this is don't trust a Lucy or a Nancy. Because you just never know. No. She could be a Karen. She's something all right. <laughs> she is something. I promise you that. Well, I I um, hope that I delivered this story. That was a lot of info. Hopefully with Joe. Uh, it was a lot of information, and I know that I'm going to try to edit it down as much as I can. Um, and I know there's a lot of information, but I wanted to bring awareness. Really, just, just uh, it's so heartbreaking. Bless. But with that, I appreciate you guys for being here Thank on you. our first story back. 
mm-hmm. for season number two. Uno dos. And um, Numero we are dos. hopeful that you guys will download today's story. Download it. Share it with your and friends. Mm-hmm. Come back. Come back next and, time. And, uh, yeah, check us out next time. Follow where us they, on the Where could they – Hey, if they don't know where they could find us, where could they find us? What are the other platforms that we're on? We're on the Instagram at Crime Secrets with Mandy and Rosa. You could find us, uh, the podcast, obviously, wherever you're listening from it now. But there's Apple. There's, um, I think I tried to do this one other time and it didn't work because I got I think it's mouthy. like iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Just, uh, you know, yeah. anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just. Uh, yeah, no, I can't. Just look check it up right us out. Now. But yeah, we're That's all over okay. the place. Tell, tell your friends. Oh, wait a second. I did find it. Apple Podcasts, Podcast Index, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Overcast, CastBox, Podcast Addict, Pandora, and Pocket Casts, just to name a few. We're everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. We's important. We is. We is kind. We is important. And we is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We is important. Yeah. So I appreciate you guys for being here, Mandy. Um Thank you, ma'am. please be in the please be at the birth of your grandbaby. Um if I have anything. Not necessarily you, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta be like there there, but but like I'm following her. Oh, you I need know to make I will sure <laughs> You know me. I will I'm be. like, is your name Lucy? What's your name? You can get the fuck out. Lucy Nancy. You ain't no Lucy Letby. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. We ain't having none of that. You ain't going to be no Lucy Letby today. Because you about to meet Mandy. Mm-hmm. That's right. You about to meet Mandy. That's right. Mm. Meet your maker. Mm. Don't be fucking with my babies. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, girl. Thank you for bringing all this to us so it can be sad. That's not funny. It's sorry. We this is I wasn't trying to be sad. This is our choice. <laughs> we do choose to do this. <laughs> well, I appreciate you. And I'm gonna go definitely uh dive into this a little bit because I do kinda wanna know a little bit more. A little bit a little bit oh. more. A little bit of more. A little bit of more. And let me know what you find. Oh well. Let I'll me let know, know what you find. Yeah. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So you guys come mm, on back mm, mm. and uh, follow us if you're not following us. Like here's the other thing. Let me know uh, if you. F- yeah. Um. Let me know if you find out who her defense attorney is and see what we can send him a nasty gram. <laughs> I'll send him something. I'll send you know, him that something. Just, all right. Mm, yeah. But you know, and uh, you can't find out who the do. doctor is. Everybody has a job. Oh, oh, I can whatever. find out. I'll find out. And then I'll find his wife. You'll find that doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Find mm-hmm. find him. Well done. I will. Where are we gonna find him on Facebook? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Oh, we should look. I mean, we're we ba- should go on Facebook and see if she's up there. We're basically detectives. Ooh. Oh, you know they've already pulled all that shit down. You think so? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me see the face of book. A face of book. Okay, let's see here. Searching, Lucy. Lucy, let be. Where's her Facebook page? Oh, snap. 
Oh. Now, it might just be articles that are on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Is. Yeah. But I feel certain they have mm. cleared all of her social media. And if they haven't, they no. should. <gasps> oh. All right. Well, we'll see you on the flip side, peeps. <laughs> we'll catch you on the cool side of the pillow. Yes. And uh, let us know what you think. Yep. And we'll be uh, here. Uh, we'll be here to uh, respond. <laughs> so until then, take it easy. Don't be friends with a Lucy or Nancy. Uh, and we're, we're sorry if your and, name is Lucy or, or Nancy. Sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. Be good people. Um, be good people. Be kind to one another. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, wow. There is a lady on here that is not the actual Lucy, but her name is Lucy Letby. I would be changing my Facebook page. Uh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl. Change your name. Yeah. Anyway. But um, we appreciate you. And uh, we love you. Holla at your girl. Peace. And hair grace. Holla. Mm. Can we put some of that on my cheeks so I can go and uh, go to the UK? No. And find this girl. Go ahead. You know, take my earrings off. Vaseline <laughs> on my face. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. Yep. Got it. You won't mm-hmm. need it. Girl. She ain't going to get close to you. I wonder. I just wonder. They're going to they gonna tear her up in prison. I hope they already have. I hope she's had about <gasps> seven bouts of a, of a woman that goes by the name of Sugar Tits. <laughs> and has just... <laughs> Beat the fucking piss out of her for her cornbread. <laughs> they don't. They don't serve cornbread in the UK. They serve porridge, well, just for whatever. Or quail. Ew. I don't know. Just, I don't care. I don't, just for just for breathing in somebody's direction, I hope they beat the shit out of her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>